Hello, welcome to Leading with Grace, the podcast for women going through separation and divorce. My name is Hio, and I'm your host. I'm a certified life and spiritual mastery coach. And here, I get to show you how your divorce doesn't have to be devastating, but that actually, it could be the means of greater discipleship with your Savior, Jesus Christ, as you connect with Him in a higher and holier way. Let me show you how. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. So I've been looking forward to this week, and let me tell you why. This is the first week of Holy Week, and I have been looking forward to Holy Week, and I've never had, I've never, I've never felt this before. Maybe because I didn't really know Holy about Holy Week and how other Christian denominations celebrate this final week of Jesus Christ. But as I was learning about it and studying about it, I decided that I wanted to celebrate Holy Week too. And why not? This is the last week that Jesus Christ is on the earth as a mortal before his final crucifixion and resurrection. And so I decided that every day of Holy Week, I was going to really dive into the scriptures and study these last final days and what he did and why he did them. And as I was initially thinking about, about Holy Week and talking to my kids about it, I was telling them, them that one of the significance of this week is that he needed to finish out all of the prophecies and the promises that he said he would fulfill before his resurrection. But as I was thinking about that, another reason came up for me. And I want to share this with you because I feel like this is even more relevant to me. And this is the question that came up for me. How is Jesus preparing us? Or if I'm going to use this for me personally, how is Jesus preparing me for his death and resurrection? So in other words, what is it about these last few events that is helping me to really anchor myself in who Jesus Christ really is and his role in my life as his disciple? And so I want to ask you that question. And I challenge you to ask yourself that question every single day of Holy Week. And as you study each one of these events. Now, today is Palm Sunday. And one of the most beautiful descriptions of this day is found in Matthew chapter 21, starting in verse 1 up to, I think, verse 11. And how Jesus Christ is not walking into Jerusalem, but he is riding a donkey into Jerusalem. And that this has been prophesied way back in the Old Testament, hundreds and hundreds of years before. And I think it is found in Jeremiah and in Zechariah and probably in other areas of how he will ride a donkey into Jerusalem and that the people there will recognize him for who he is and they will celebrate his Messiahhood. This is a celebration. This is a party. This is him coming out as Jesus Christ, the Son of God, and making a very, very bold statement and we find that he is unapologetic for who he is as he's riding into Jerusalem as, 
as the King of Kings, Lords of Lords, and Prince of Peace. As people are waving palm leaves and saying Hosanna as he's rock walking, riding into the city. Now the word Hosanna, I learned, means to save. But of course, I myself need to go look up the definition anyway, because I want to know for myself. It's not enough for me personally to hear and understand. Like, I want to know. I want to actually go back to the source. And so I looked up the etymology of the word Hosanna, and it is a Hebrew word, which means to save, an appeal for deliverance. It is shouted in recognition of his messiahhood. And it is connected to the word Joshua, which is also connected to the word Yeshua, which is interpreted, the Lord is salvation. Isn't this amazing? And it made me think about, about Sunday, about the day that we get to go to church and to make that into a celebration. Like what if we treated every Sabbath day, every Sunday as a Palm Sunday, where we go in and we are celebrating and we are singing and we are praising and reading and testifying and speaking of Christ in a celebratory manner. In saying Hosanna. Now we're not going to be cutting down palm leaves and waving them every Sunday. We won't be doing that. But could we do that on a spiritual level? Could we be praising him and reminding others and ourselves who he is, that he is the Lord of salvation and that we are there asking to to be saved. What I love about, um, about Matthew's description of this moment is that as he is riding into the city, there are so many people that know who he is and who are saying Hosanna. And then there are those that they don't know who he is at all, which is so amazing, right? And they're like, who is he? Like, why are you doing this? And they're telling because he is Jesus the son of David, the son of God, the Lord of salvation. Then, of course, you have that other group that don't want to recognize his Messiahhood, specifically the Pharisees, even the Romans. They're unwilling to open up their eyes to what he has done, to his words, to his, to his works, to his miracles, and are unwilling to recognize who he is. So who are you? Are you a believer celebrating his life, his miracles, his goodness, his saving ordinances? Are you one where you don't really know who Jesus is? And you're like, who is this? And if you're that person, are you willing to find out? Are you really willing to learn about someone that so many in the world are shouting Hosanna? Or are you one that is unwilling to open your heart and your eyes and your mind and your ears to who he is? And if you're in that third group, I want to ask you why. 
why are you unwilling to see what is so obviously before you? Maybe because you have been hurt. Maybe because you're angry. Maybe because you're confused. And whatever that is, that's okay. Because I want to invite you, whether you are a believer, non-believer, or unwilling to open your eyes, to come and to study these last few days of the Savior and to allow the Spirit to tug at your heart and to bring to your heart understanding. As I'm thinking about how each Sunday could be a Palm Sunday, it just brings so much joy and excitement. Like it sounds fun. <laughs> Is that even possible? <laughs> but to just rejoice in my Savior, Jesus Christ. And I think this is something that I'm going to really focus on is the, is how each Sunday could be a Palm Sunday for me. Now, after he is, um, goes to the city, he then goes to the temple. All right. And in the temple, we read, I think in verse 12, how he begins to cleanse it, he cleanses it of the money changers and calls it a den of thieves. Now, it was normal for people to, to sell things around the temple, okay? And the reason why they were selling animals was because they were for sacrifice, sacrificial purposes, okay? Whatever the blood sacrifice was, was it a dove? Was it going to be a, a, a sheep? Whatever it was going to be, they were there to sell it because people would be traveling into Jerusalem and they would need to buy a sacrificial animal. And so they needed to be there. So he wasn't cleansing it for that reason. He was cleansing it because that those that were selling were not doing it from a place of honesty and goodness. They were not there to offer a service in praise of God, but they were there for their own self-glorification. And so that is why he's cleansing it. And once he cleanses it, then he then says that his house is a house of prayer. And specifically, and let me read this. It's in verse 13 of Matthew chapter 21. And said unto them, it is written, my house shall be called the house of prayer, but ye have made it into a den of thieves. And so once he cleanses it, then this is what happens in verse 14. And the blind and the lame came to him in the temple and he healed them. So not only is the temple a house of prayer, but it's a house of healing. What are you wanting to be healed from? What areas of your life are you seeking healing? Where in your life do you feel like you are blind? Or that you are lame or that you are sick and diseased and how can the temple be a place of healing for you and then in verse 15 it also talks about how 
the temple is where they continue to say Hosanna to the son of David. So it is a house of testimony, a house of celebration, a house of saving. As they are saying Hosanna. And then not only did Jesus Christ heal at the temple, but in Luke 19, verse 47, it says that he taught daily in the temple. And, and in verse 48, for all the people were very attentive to hear him. So the temple is a house of teaching, a house of learning, a house of hearing the words of God. And so my question to you is, when was the last time you went to the temple? When was the last time you opened yourself up to the full measure of what the temple can be for you? Do you need that temple attendance to be a place of healing, a place of healing? Do you need it to be a house of prayer? Do you need it to be a house of understanding and learning? Or do you need it to be the house of hearing? the words of Christ and having all that distraction removed and left behind as those temple doors close behind you? And how can these elements prepare you for the coming crucifixion and death and resurrection of Jesus Christ? And so if, has been, if it has been a while since you have gone to the temple, then I want you to make an appointment today. I want you to make an appointment to go to the temple and to remove whatever distractions you need to remove so that you can go there and to go there with an intention. Will it be an intention to pray? Will it be an intention to heal and to find healing? Is it an intention to learn, to listen, to be taught, and to hear what it is that the Spirit is wanting you to learn? And so I would love to hear what came up for you as you are studying these verses about Palm Sunday and what it is that you are wanting to do to implement more fully into your life as a disciple of Jesus Christ going through a divorce and separation. And if you need a cheerleader, I'm here for you. <laughs> I'm going to be there with my, my palm leaves celebrating the life of Christ and at the same time testifying to you and to all the world who he is that he is the son of David, and that he is here to save all of us, specifically you and me. All right, I can't wait to talk to you tomorrow. Bye. Thank you so much for coming. If you want to learn more about how to confidently navigate your separation and divorce, subscribe to this podcast and get on my email list at heonorthcoaching.com. That's H-Y-O-N-O-R-T-H 
www.coaching.com. All links will be found in the show notes. Until next time, take care.